0: Hello and welcome to the True Stories Podcast. It's your girl Natasha. I just want to let you guys know that this is a safe space. This is a platform for us to speak freely about our lives, motherhood, fatherhood, friendships, and our mental health. We will also talk about celebrity news along with a segment of the show that will highlight talent and achievements within the African American community called Exceptional Blackness. to true stories I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in thank you for all of the love and support that I have been getting it has been like out of this world the people that have been tuning in uh, when I go back and check my numbers and check you know where you guys are tuning in from I had somebody in Puerto Rico, Germany. I was like, okay <laughs> Okay, me let me find out um, So I just want to say thank you to you guys for just the support just the support alone That means a lot to me and I'm so thankful uh, just to have you guys here to hear you know little old me (laughs) speak it's just it means a lot it's like still crazy that I started a podcast like I literally cannot believe I did it like wow I actually I actually did it I'm so proud of myself and thank you guys for all the kind words it means so much to me so this week we're going to go right on ahead into our exceptional blackness um this Goes out to a Georgia teenager By the name of Kayla Willis So I was scrolling on Twitter And yes guys I have a Twitter I'm still learning how to use Twitter Honestly I just get on there I post my content I scroll um, I get podcast recommendations I follow other podcasts I follow some celebrities um, I, I I don't know if a lot of my friends have Twitter I think maybe just a handful of, like, my people from Facebook and Instagram have followed me on Twitter. Most of the people that I'm following um, are celebrities or other podcasts. Um, Just, you know, show my support for them. You know, they show support for me. And so I was scrolling on Twitter and I came across this article from Black Enterprise and it was saying about this young lady was accepted to 33 colleges and I believe she got around how much did she get in scholarships I think it was like $900,000 yep and so Kayla she was a senior at Westlake High School in Atlanta, Georgia. She applied to 41 colleges she got accepted into 33 of those colleges y'all like sis was not playing okay I wish I was that motivated when I was like 17 18 years old I didn't know much about applying to college although I did apply to a few um and got accepted into those colleges I wish I would have like went above and beyond like Kayla did and like applied to more than two or three schools Um, but sis definitely definitely did that and she actually went viral because they at her school they have like this wall um, where the kids that get accepted you know they post all the schools that they got accepted to the girl filled up the whole, like, almost the whole wall <laughs> with the schools that she got accepted to, posted a picture on Twitter, and, like, instantly went viral. Like, that is what you should be going viral for, getting accepted into 33 colleges. Um, some of the schools that she got accepted into was Spelman, and it was another one. That she got accepted into um, Notre Dame, the University of Georgia um, Just to name a few She will be going to An HBCU um, Named Fisk University in um, Nashville Tennessee, of course On a full ride scholarship (laughs) And she'll be Majoring in international business I just want to say a great Big congratulations to you Kayla you are man setting the bar so high and letting us know that no matter what you know what I'm saying to just put yourself out there and a fly amongst fly amongst the stars because you know she did that and the crazy part about her SAT score was I think 1160 you know like an average SAT score like she, if she can do it, y'all, anybody can do it. I think a lot of times we think we have to have all the numbers right. Everything has to fall into place. You know, this should be like this. Or, you know, let me make sure I'm I'm doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, sometimes you don't have to have it all together. Shoot. Hey, just put yourself out there and see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations, Kayla. Like, I'm in school right now. Actually, I just started back um, my semester, my my spring semester. I started on Monday. And school is hard because I take all online classes. Um, I want to eventually start going on campus, probably once my daughter gets a little bit older and I can get my kids all on one schedule, which will probably be never. (laughs) These kids have me run around like a chicken with my head cut off sometimes but you know what I'm saying I definitely like this motivated me to step it up a little bit more with my college game and you know maybe hey Miss Kayla can do it hey girl you just motivated me to do it too okay Kayla (laughs) so good job girl y'all this week I was on a high from my very first episode, which aired last Thursday, and once I got, you know, good feedback from it, which, I mean, I I don't know what I expected from the episode. Honestly, I was just like, I'm just going to put this out there. This is something that I want to do, and I'll just see how it goes. If it doesn't go good, then, you know... Am I going to continue to do it? You know, I, I honestly didn't have like a a whole game plan for last week's episode, but it did. It did go good. It did motivate me to continue to put out content. So um, I was working on what I was going to do for this episode and just trying to think about what can. What have I been going through? lately (laughs) so this week's episode is it is something that I have been struggling with which is setting boundaries and forgiveness so I like a like a few years ago sorry y'all that's my alarm because it is like almost six o'clock in the morning that I'm recording my episode And I'll tell you guys about that in a few as to why I'm just not recording my episode. So boundaries. I at one point I had really good boundaries. I was in therapy. I was um I was in the military. You know, I was away from a lot of my triggers. And so the boundaries that I needed to set and that I had in place were for my relationships that were close to me and like the the few friends that I had, which was, you know, years ago. So fast forward to I, uh, you know, once I got out the military and I got back, you know, I moved back home to South Carolina, a lot of my triggers are my family. My family literally like work my nerves sometimes and I love them but they don't have healthy boundaries so it's hard for me to set boundaries and maintain them with people that they don't respect other people's boundaries so This is something that I am working on in 2020, stepping back from my triggers, from, you know, a lot of people that just, they don't, you know, even like even the conversation of, hey, this is, I don't know, not harming me. But kind of is harming me mentally because I need space and I need for you to respect my space, you know, but my family, y'all, they just, some of them get it. Some of them don't. A lot of them don't. So I, um, some of these things that I'm going to talk about are things that I went through when I was in therapy I'm not in therapy right now. I am going to get back into therapy. Um, I actually have an appointment coming up to speak um, with a new therapist. And my whole thing with therapy is I have to be comfortable. Like dealing with the military, well, dealing with the VA, they, everything is like so backlogged. They kind of throw you in there and It's like either you take it, you take it, and if you don't, like, oh, well. So they kind of screw you over when it comes to your mental health. So I have been trying to get a therapist that I click with, also trying to get a therapist that I can see face-to-face and on a consistent basis. So with the VA, they were having me do um, my sessions like, um, it was like telecommunication. You, you know, you and your therapist, y'all call in. He's on, He or she is on the screen and y'all talk to each other. I did not like that. It wasn't personable. The therapist that I was talking to, he was all the way in Florida. Like, sir, I'm in North Carolina. You're in Florida. We talking on the screen. Like, I, it, it sucked. I did not like it at all. So I have been fighting to get a therapist face-to-face. And for the VA, that's like the hardest thing. So either I can wait for the VA or I can go pay for it out-of-pocket. Y'all know stuff is so expensive nowadays and that is just, that would just be another bill that I would have to worry about. So I'm trying to be patient and wait for the VA to stop dragging their feet (laughs) and get me a freaking therapist Or whatever. And that's another thing, you know, dealing with us veterans, like we literally are depending on the VA to do the right thing. And across the board, they are consistent with effing it up. They really are. And that's why you guys will see a lot of us veterans like on the inside, we are like tore up because we don't have any any help. You know what I'm saying? And that's a whole nother subject or whatever. So once I get my therapist um, or get back into therapy, then I know I'll be in a way, way, way much better headspace than I am now. I'm in a good headspace now. But I know once I start working, um, actively working on my mental health again, that I'll be right back where I need to be you know, so boundaries. Y'all, this is a big one because you guys know in order to have healthy relationships and a healthy life, you have to set boundaries. Like you, you can't not have boundaries. And sometimes you have to start really, really, really small with your boundaries because You may have a family like mine that you set a boundary and they think that, you know, you being stuck up and staying in. So (laughs) you got to really, really, um, you have to be assertive with your boundaries, but you got to kind of start small too. So uh, we're going to talk about 10 ways to help you build better boundaries. Um, I got these steps from PsychCentral.com, and the first thing you want to do when setting your boundaries, you want to name your limits. Okay, you 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 have to let people know where you stand. Okay, so you have to identify your physical, your emotional your mental and your, um, spiritual limits. All right. Because you know what you can tolerate, right? You know what you can tolerate, you know, what you, what you're going to accept, you know, what makes you comfortable and you know, like the things that are stressors for you. So the first thing you want to do is put a name on your limits. You know what I'm saying? If you can't be around certain people for more than five minutes, okay, that's your limit. And it should be, you should be okay with yourself saying, okay, you you don't even have to say it out loud to them. You can just be like, in your mind, I can only take Uncle Ray Ray for 15 minutes after that 15 minutes i'm gonna lose it <laughs> so you 15 minutes all right y'all I uh, might go you know just seeing y'all and good day you know what i'm saying like once you identify your limits and uh, identify once you identify your feelings that will help you identify where your limits are okay so the first thing we're going to do is name our limits the second thing we're going to do is tune into our feelings, all right? So, anything that, any feeling or emotional that sets off a red flag, you you should be tuned into, all right? Two of those red flags are discomfort and resentment. So, if you're feeling those two things that alone right there should be a red flag like okay this is how i'm feeling in this moment let me tune in to my feelings all right and ask myself why am i feeling like this what is causing me to feel any type of discomfort or resentment all right when you ask yourself about this ask yourself what what is it about this interaction, or what is it about this person that's bothering me for me that's a big thing. I'm very in tune with my feelings um and I usually feel uncomfortable very quickly and Once, you know, my spotty senses start tingling, I'm like, okay, what is it about this situation that's going on that's making me feel like this? Like, why do I feel the way I feel? So I kind of do like a self-check and, you know, I try to make sure like, okay, is it me, (laughs) you know, am I the reason or is this person triggering me in some type of way you know why um why is this person bothering me so bad and usually it's because i've allowed them to overstep their boundary all right so once that happens i kind of scale back a little bit and i just i don't know i i just make sure that that in the situation that that I'm not being taken advantage of or that I'm not being appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm feeling those feelings, I'm like automatically I'm, I'm feeling like this person think they can talk to me any kind of way or do me any kind of way. And then that's when resentment comes in like, uh-uh, see what you're not finna do <laughs> is take advantage of me. Um, so once I start feeling those, those feelings, it is a sign to me that I'm kind of pushing myself, um, like beyond my limit or whatever. And then I start feeling a little guilty, like, wow, like I'm really allowing, you know, somebody to get in my head or whatever. So when when someone acts in a way that makes you uncomfortable it's usually a cue that they are violating or crossing a boundary so when all those different emotions and feelings come up just make sure that you are um when those feelings and emotions come up just make sure that you are recognizing those feelings and identifying what they are and identifying why you feel that way and make sure that you be direct with that person. You know what I'm saying? Let them know, hey, um, I'm feeling like X, Y, and Z. You know, if it, if it is, if it's somebody that you can talk to on the same level as you, then I don't think it has to be, like, like you don't have to be mean about it or whatever. Sometimes, um, with some people, maintaining healthy boundaries doesn't even require a direct or clear-cut dialogue. Because if, if you guys have similar communication styles, views, personalities, um, and just a general approach to life, then... You should be able to approach them in a similar manner as far as communication now, if you have a person with a different type of personality or a different type of cultural background, then you kind of have to be more direct with them about your boundaries okay you have you have to to let it be known um, and one person may feel. That challenging someone's opinion is a healthy way of communicating. And then you have other people that feel as if, if you're being direct with them, you're being disrespectful. I know, I have several family members like that. And it is a hard conversation. It's hard to even talk to them about things because they take it as disrespect. In my family, um, we 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 respect our elders, right, but they in the same time some people think they can just speak to you any type of way, and you don't get to say anything because they're older, and you should respect them. I have always went against the grain of that, not being disrespectful, but if I have something to say. Then I should be able to say it whether you're older than me or not, because that's where I, that's where I feel as if a lot of older people, they got it messed up, because that's where I guess that's how they were raised and they didn't have a voice, but the way that you know, my generation has grown up and the way that I'm raising my kids is to speak your mind. Say whatever you have to say as long as it's in a respectful manner. My kids and I have very much open dialogue. They're young. I have a teenager. So mostly my teenager and I have open dialogue. My middle son, he's he speaks his mind regardless. Like he does not care <laughs> like the child is going to say what he has to say and I like that about him like he's not afraid to say anything need none of them they're not afraid to say anything but I make sure that I keep that that door open for them to understand like listen it doesn't matter the age of a person if you have something to say speak your truth walk in your truth say what you have to say and that's that if they got a problem hey they can come see big mama <laughs> I'm big mama <laughs> they can come see me but um but yeah, man, you have to be direct with your relationships and you know, with your family members and with your husbands, or wives and girlfriends, boyfriends, children. Um we just got to be we just got to be more direct. Um I know that in my past relationship, it was kind of hard to be direct. Because he was a narcissist. So being direct with him was always some type of debate. And I'm like, dude, like, nobody's trying to argue with you. I'm just saying. And then it's, well, why you say this? And why you say, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you had, and that was a trigger for me too. And that's a whole nother episode. (laughs) Talk about narcissists and their craziness. But, you know, don't allow somebody to to um quiet your voice if you have something um that is bothering you definitely be direct about it and talk about those feelings talk about why why that is affecting you and um the next thing you want to do is give yourself permission all right sometimes we fear the response from other people when we set and enforce our boundaries All right, you might feel fear, you might feel guilty about setting boundaries, and you might feel some type of self doubt. I usually feel all those things when I have to set a boundary, especially guilt, because I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want this person to feel bad, but that person has to know. how to not overstep their boundary. You know what I'm saying? So I shouldn't feel guilty about setting boundaries. Um, But sometimes we do. We do feel guilty, especially speaking up and saying no to a family member. We definitely do feel guilty or whatever. So sometimes um, people believe that they should be able to cope with the situation or say yes just because you're a person like me, you're a good person, but that being a yes man, for one, you're going to feel drained. And for two, you're going to feel like you're being taken advantage of. All right. This is why you have to set a boundary in the first place. That's why you deserve to set it because you don't want to feel those things. You want to feel as if you have self-respect and that people are respecting you. You know what I'm saying? So boundaries aren't a sign that you're, they, they aren't just a sign that you're in a healthy relationship. It's literally a sign that you respect yourself enough to give yourself permission to set these boundaries. All right. And you want to make sure that you preserve your boundaries. Make sure you keep those intact. All right. And then we're going to practice some (laughs) self-awareness, all right, because boundaries are literally about honing in on your feelings and honoring how you feel, all right? If you notice yourself slipping um, or not even sustaining your boundaries, ask yourself, what has changed, all right? Ask yourself, what are you doing wrong? Or... What is this other person doing? All right. You may want to ask yourself, what is the situation? eliciting listening that is making you feel resentful or stressed. All right. And then ask yourself, what are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? What do you have control over? And you work from there. You can even do the serenity prayer. I love the serenity prayer. If you don't know it, look it up. Consider your past and your present. All right. So how were you raised along with your role in your family? Remember, triggers. (laughs) These are like, I tell you, man, some of these things, some of the ways that we were raised, it listen, and it's no, it's 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 nothing against how we were raised because, like I said in my first episode, our parents did the best that they knew how, okay. But a lot of the ways that we were raised wasn't healthy. Our parents overstepped a lot of boundaries, especially within the African American community. They are. You know, I'm not even gonna tiptoe around it. They just, they messed up our mental health, <laughs> literally. Like they, our parents. If on, if only they knew mentally the struggles that we go through now to fix, um, the damage. I'm pretty sure they would feel bad about themselves too. Um but you know hey so just consider your past and your present all right if you were like a caretaker in your family you kind of learn to focus on other people you you let yourself be drained you know what i'm saying emotionally and physically oftentimes like ignoring your own needs that becomes normal to you all right, because you're not being reciprocated in any type of way. So it it was it was never like a kind of give and take in your in, you know, in your role, in your relationship. Um, So th- that's something to think about, too. You know what I'm saying? And beyond your relationships. What about your environment? Was your environment a healthy environment? you know what I'm saying like we have to put all of that into account of the type of obstacles that are going to come our way you know what I'm saying past emotions may come up <clears throat> the way you the way you're functioning presently um could also have an effect on your boundaries so we kind of have to turn the clock back a little bit and if it's something that is if it's a relationship that is worth saving then by all means sit down with that person and speak about it if it's a family member it could definitely be a little bit harder because they may not be on the same wavelength as you they may think that they behave that their behavior is not um causing you all this mental anguish you know what I'm saying? But the conversations may be hard, but they have to be had if you want to main if you want to set and maintain safe um, healthy boundaries. All right. So <clears throat> excuse me. So make sure that you are um tuning into your feelings and your needs and making sure that you're honoring what you want and make sure that other people are honoring what you want as well. All right. The next thing that should be a priority is making sure that self-care is a priority. So the way that I take care of myself, it's not much. I really don't do much. Um, because I'm, I'm in a place where I'm happy, I'm healthy, um, mentally, I'm strong. I still have some days when, you know what I'm saying, are a little harder than others, but it's not as bad as it used to be because I am um, taking care of myself. So some things that I do for self-care, yes, I made a list. I make sure I'm drinking a lot of water because water makes me feel water. Like when you drink water, it, it flushes out a lot of things. So I drink a lot of water. I've cut back on sodas. I've cut back on sweets altogether. Now, every now and then I may have a taste for a piece of chocolate. I get a little sweet too. (laughs) So every now and then I will, you know, eat some candy, but for the most part, um, no sugars, I make sure I get my proper rest. Um, I enjoy I have I have a routine. So in the morning I have to drink either tea or coffee. I'm trying not to drink coffee as much. Um, so I do drink a lot of green tea and there's this um there I think it's by Yogi, this tea by yogi called Positive Energy Tea and it's really good. I like it a lot. Um, so I make sure I do those. I make sure I drink tea every single morning or the coffee. Um, I have positive affirmations that I do. Um, I have my stuff put up in my bathroom on my mirror. So when I go in the bathroom, You know, I see it every single time, you know, when you go to wash your hands, I read my positive affirmations to myself and, you know, if I'm feeling in a funk, I go in there, I read my positive affirmations, I get it back together. It helps me feel really, really, really good about myself. I listen to a lot of music. I love music. I listen to all different types of music. Um, One of my favorite artists is Leandra Johnson and I listen to a lot of her music um I listen to Tasha Cobbs. It's not all gospel though. Right now I'm listening to Roddy Rich. I like his new album. And music, music. I listen. I will blast my music in my apartment and me and Abigail will have a jam session. We we'll dance like nobody's watching. We have our snacks. <laughs> and we have a good time, okay? Um I listen to um, podcasts. To one of uh, two of my favorite podcasts are the Read with Kid Fury and Crystal, and um, I listen to um, Sarah Jakes Roberts' podcast. Oh, what is the name of it? Um, Woman Evolved. I listen to hers too. I think that's the name of it Woman Evolved. Um, but those two podcasts I listen to all the time. I I go like. I will listen to the the present episode, and I go back and listen to like the past episodes. They have a lot of episodes, so those things make me feel very good. Especially Sarah Jake's one, um, Sarah Jake's Roberts podcast. I love her podcast. She's very positive. For those of y'all who don't know Sarah Jake's Roberts, that's T D. Jakes's daughter, um, and she is awesome. I love her, I love her energy, I go on YouTube, listen to her sermons, like, I listen to T.D. Jake's sermons online, those, those three things have, have gotten me out of a lot of dark spaces, like, sometimes I can be feeling really, really, really down, and, and, you know, beat myself up about things, and then that little small voice will be like, girl, if you don't go turn on some TDJs, if you don't go listen to that sermon you have saved and and go sit down somewhere and get yourself back together, like, they are definitely lifesavers. Um, I also talk to people not often. I only have a very select few people that I talk to, which are my best friends, um, depending on the situation. Sometimes I just talk to all three of them Because all three of them have different um, Perspectives on things So I make sure You know I get a a good feel For They give me a good feel for exactly What I need, what I'm going through Um I read Sometimes I meditate, sometimes I do yoga Sometimes I exercise Um now I like exercising. I haven't, I, y'all. I need to get back exercising like I used to. I used to go every morning, and I had like this good old routine going. And then it got cold, and I got lazy. <laughs> yeah, I think I exercised like maybe three or four times, but I definitely am going to get back into it. Exercising helped me release a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I one thing I really want to get into is some type of boxing. I used to box back in the day. Yes, ma'am, and sir, I will two-piece you. Don't don't try it. <laughs> don't let the don't let the, don't let the boundaries fool you. Don't don't try me. All right. <laughs> um, but that is something I want to get back into boxing. Man, I used to love boxing. It was like so dope. I boxed when I was in the army or whatever. It was it was that that that's a good way to release energy too. Get to boxing. Who okay? Tell you man, you beat that bag up real good. It it, it releases a lot of anger. <laughs> um, another way I take care of myself is <clears throat> shower meditation. So whenever I shower, I when I think of showering, you know, it's like you're washing off all or you could take it as an opportunity to wash off all of the day. Like, it's nothing like taking a good shower before bed and then waking up and taking another shower in the morning. Like, it's just, like, you're just washing all the foolishness off, especially after a long day. So when I do do my shower meditation, I turn on my music. Sometimes I listen to jazz or some type of instrumental, and... I literally just become one and I wash off all of the negativity, all of the self-doubt, all of the pity, like however which way my day went. If my kids drove me nuts down the drain, like I literally get in there and I give myself positive affirmations and I just I just meditate on the sound, uh, with the sound of the shower. And it, when I'm done, I feel good. I feel great. And I can sleep peacefully at night. You know what I'm saying? Because I have added that little piece of self-care into my routine. Um, And I also, um, I have a little hobby. <laughs> I do calligraphy. I'm not good at it. But it helps me stay in a good headspace. It's something about good handwriting that makes me feel good. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Is is that weird? Like, I love good penmanship. So I practice calligraphy. And I practice, you know, it's just looking at the strokes of the pen. And it's pretty dope. Like, if you guys have never um, done calligraphy, look it up. Look it up. I'm telling you, it is something about the way that ink flows. (laughs) The way that ink flows. And just, like, the way, you know, it looks. It's so pretty. But, honestly, that is a piece of my self-care, believe it or not. I practice calligraphy. Or I will go online and look at videos of people doing calligraphy. Yes, I do. Yes, y'all have learned something new about me. (laughs) So... Make sure that you are making your self-care a priority, all right? Whatever gives you peace of mind, whatever puts you back into a positive headspace, do that, all right? When you're in a better headspace, when you're in a better place, you can be a better person, all right? Good, positive vibes, positive energy, all right? Make sure y'all are taking care of yourself. The next thing you want to do is seek support, all right? If you're having a hard time with setting boundaries, make sure you're getting with a person that is of like-mindedness with you that can help you set those boundaries. Okay? You may need to, you know, have, you may want to do a support group. You can go to church. You know, if you need to go to therapy, go to therapy. Any type of life coaches, any type of good friends. I go to church that's my like-minded group of people um if i need to i'll talk to my pastor i'll talk to my first lady um i'll talk to the members at church because i have good relationships with them if i'm feeling down or whatever um that's my that's one of my support groups outside of my friends that i know i can trust and that i know are on the same wavelength as me um so i make sure that we all hold each other accountable and that we all practice our good boundaries, you know, together. We practice setting them together. Um, be assertive. Um, if you know that, it's, that it is not enough to create boundaries, um, because you have to follow through with them, all right? So... Setting boundaries, that's the easy part. Being assertive and making sure that you follow up with them, that's the hard part, all right? Because people aren't mind readers. People, You know, you can set all the boundaries that you want, but if you're not letting people know what's affecting you, then your boundaries are going to be ineffective, all right? Because people are not mind readers. Sometimes we expect people to know what hurts us, they don't know unless you tell them, all right? So nobody is a mind reader here. You have to say what's bothering you, all right? We're going to be big girls and big boys in 2020, all right? We're going to put on our, our our grown-up panties and underwear or boxes or whatever. If you don't wear no drawers, put something on <laughs> and let people know what's on your mind, Okay, you have to be assertive in your communication with others. Okay, you you have to. When somebody has crossed a boundary or has <clears throat> gotten you, you know, in an uncomfortable spot, let them know in the most respectful way. You know what I'm saying? Let them know what's bothering you. And um, you guys can work together to fix it. All right. And lastly, but not least, we have to start small, y'all it's just like any new skill set that you learn effective communication and setting boundaries are not easy it's something that we all struggle with no matter how well versed you are it could still be a struggle because you you don't want that person to feel bad but you you also you don't want to feel bad about setting those boundaries you know what i'm saying like start small Start with something that's a small boundary that's not that's not threatening to you, all right? And then increase, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to out the gate, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. If you have to come out the gate swinging, if that works for you, do it. For me, that doesn't work for me to just come out the gate swinging. I have to start small. I have to build it up, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know hit them with the with the one-two knockout like oh damn oh she ain't playing no i'm not you know what i'm saying you're not fitting to overstep your boundaries and you know have some respect for for the boundaries that i have set up all right so build on your success build on the small things and understand that setting boundaries it definitely takes courage it takes practice and it takes support all right so that's what we're going to be doing. All right, y'all? Now, another thing that I wanted to talk about outside of boundaries and whatnot is... So, I, I've been working on my boundaries, and I've also been working on forgiving people. Forgiveness is hard for me because I'm the type of person... You said what you said. You meant what you meant. And I don't have time. Like, I I just don't have time for you. You know what I'm saying? So I I cut people off like it's nobody's business. But I'm learning that although I cut them off, I haven't forgiven them. And I I haven't forgiven myself either. So this past year... I, hmm, I lost a lot of friends or I don't even know, I wouldn't even categorize them as friends, honestly. I lost people that I thought were my friends, shoot, really within the past two years. Yeah. So I would say like the last two years, right? So I had a friend, she and I had a falling out, right, over over something so stupid, <laughs> and she was a. She knows. I'm pretty sure she's listening. She knows how, this is. This, she knows this. Is, um, this is who I'm talking about. Um, or she knows that she's who I'm talking about. We fell out, and we went our separate ways. I said what I said. You know. She said what she said, and you know, we just went our separate ways. Whatever. So, I got into some mess with some mutual friends, right, that we had. And the mutual friend friend ended up doing the same thing to me that I did to her. So, karma, right? (laughs) So, karma for yourself. So, as I'm reeling from being so mistreated and so dogged out, my old friend that I did dirty came back into the picture. And she called me one day and she was like, Tasha, you know, I really don't want to get into what happened, you know, or whatever, but I, you know, if we can talk and and slowly get back to a place you know then let's do it so we ended up talking I told her you know everything that happened you know, the things that I said the things that were said about her and funny enough she forgave me she forgave me y'all and I cried about it because I was like, I don't deserve forgiveness. Like, I did all this stuff. I said all this stuff. You know, why is she forgiving me? I just, I I could not understand it. But in that same breath, I had to think, like, the same thing that I did to her, somebody else did to me. And I wrote that person off. My friend never wrote me off like she and she would tell you guys to this day, like we are each other's oldest friends. Like I've known her since I think she was in like elementary school when I was in middle school. Like we have known each other for a very, very, very long time. And for her to forgive me and we still talk to this day, like she is actually one of the reasons why I went ahead and did my podcast. Because she was like, you know, she's very motivating and whatnot. She was like, just do it, you know. So for her to forgive me, it got me to thinking like I really shouldn't write people off as easy. Sometimes we really have to talk about what's going on with each other. So forgiveness for me is hard. But, I want people to forgive me, you know what I'm saying, So it's like I can't want people to forgive me, and I'm unforgiving, <laughs> like it doesn't work like that, you know what I'm saying like I, so I'm learning how to forgive people, and when I came up with what to talk about for my podcast, another old friend hopped into my um inbox on Facebook. Now, I hadn't talked to this lady. Sh- it has been years, honestly. I talk to her daughter all the time. Her daughter and I are very tight. Um, but she and I had a fallen out again years ago. I wrote it off. I said I'll never talk to her again. Whatever. Now, here we are present day. This is just a few days ago. And she was like, hey, you know, she's gotten remarried. You know, her kids are off to... I think one just joined the Air Force, one just graduated high school, he's in college. You know, she has another one that's in I think 10th grade and she was just like I spoke to my husband and you know I'm good if you're good, you know, I you know can, do you forgive me for the things that I did? And I was like I really think God is working on me with this forgiveness thing, you know, because I was always that person that would not forgive you. I would definitely hold a grudge and be stubborn as long as I could. And now things are coming back and I'm just like, wow, like, people are so forgiving. Like, why can't I be that forgiving? Yes, I did forgive her, you know, and I feel the forgiveness in my heart. Like I didn't just say, oh yeah, I forgive you just to say it. Like I literally was like, I cannot believe after all the stuff that me and her have been through, like she really forgave me. And so this, what I want to speak about is, is something that I'm working on and it may help. Somebody else that's working on Learning how to forgive people Because forgiving people Is very hard When people do you dirty You want them to Just Explode and die You know what I'm saying When people do you dirty But This is life And We should definitely be more Forgiving of people Now I'm not saying if. If somebody, you know, I don't know, did some extra terrible, you should just forgive them right away. Forgiveness takes time. But don't be like me and just be bullheaded and stubborn and you're being unforgiven just to be a butthole about it. You know what I'm saying? Like If you really forgive somebody and you feel it in your heart to forgive them, things do it because life is very short and it's so crazy that a lot of the relationships that I lost are literally coming back towards me and I think that it's because of the good energy that I'm putting out um, that people are clearing their conscience and so am I you know what I'm saying and when I pray I don't I don't pray to I don't I I don't I don't pray for the relationships I just I'm honestly just praying like God you know if things are meant to be they'll meant to they'll 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 be right and you know I guess the the universe is speaking and now is my time to grow up and and forgive people and you know, not saying you have to be their friends or whatever, but if they want a friendship and they've forgiven you and you've forgiven them, then if that's if if that's what's meant to be then that's that's what's meant to be. you know me and the first young lady that I talk about, we're still friends, you know what I'm saying, and we talk about it and we we speak on our boundaries and how to set boundaries and how to forgive and how to walk. You know, in a positive light That's what we do The second young lady, you know, it was just a conversation Hey, you know, let's bury the hatchet I forgive you, you forgive me And, you know, we spoke about our kids And what the future holds And that was that You know, it wasn't anything that was forced or anything It was just like, hey You know, if you're good, I'm good You know So we really need to be more forgiving Of each other um, so yeah, yeah, man, this, these past couple of weeks have shown me a lot about other people, but has really shown me a lot about myself because I want to be a better person. I'm not a terrible person, but I I know I'm stubborn and I know that when I set my mind to something that is it, that is the end all be all, but I'm trying to be less of you know a meaning about things and just be more understanding and that's where forgiveness comes into play because you you have to be understanding when it comes to forgiveness All Right. so y'all don't be like me <laughs> if you can resolve a situation before it gets years um down the line and then you don't forgot what you even mad about then resolve it okay resolve it relationships are very important all right and we have to learn how to maintain them right we have to learn how to how to use our words and let people know how they're affecting you and that goes along with setting boundaries too Um, but when we get to a place where, you know, things have gone a little too far, then we really have to speak up about it, especially if you really care about that person. Now, if the person is no longer in your life, if you want to cut out the relationship, or if you have reason to believe that, you know, things will get worse if you address the situation uh, directly, then... You can write a letter, tear it up, or burn it. Sometimes fire may make you feel better. And release it. And move on. All right? You can put all your feelings into words, put it on a piece of paper, and let it go. That works put it in a balloon and let it fly all right release sometimes we just have to release things that are that are on us if you can't you know deal with the person directly um another thing that i do is i look for the positive all right i journal i write a lot i read a lot and I I will journal about my feelings, <laughs> like, quickly, very, very, very quickly, because sometimes writing it down helps me more than talking about it with the person. Sometimes it's hard for me, especially if it's a hard situation, and if I know that I messed up, it is hard for me to say I'm sorry sometimes. If I'm right, I'm right, and if I'm wrong, I'm dead wrong. and it is hard for me to talk about it, you know, but it is definitely hard for me to talk about it, but um, I do journal. I journal about it. I write down all my hurt feelings. I write down, you know, all the wrongs that I've done or that was done to me, and um, that kind of helps me process the things that have happened and I move on from it um because sometimes I just I don't want to be told that I'm wrong so, <laughs> but you know I'll just journal it and write it down and once I can write down how I feel sometimes I may recognize like okay Tasha you did a little too much all right you did a little little of of too much and you need to go back you know when um time permits and apologize and you know what i'm saying ask for forgiveness or you know vice versa they need to forgive or whatever but um yeah man write that stuff down write it down write it down um and Another thing, y'all, my paper's falling. Another thing that um, that pertains to uh, forgiveness is empathy. Y'all, we have to have empathy for people. All right? According to research, because yes, I did my research. Research has shown that empathy particularly in men, (laughs) is associated with forgiveness and can make the process easier, all right? So having empathy, for me, it's not hard. I'm a very sympathetic, empathetic type person anyway. So sometimes, well, most of the time, I do show empathy um so instead of me seeing a person as my enemy i try to understand the factors that they're dealing with right where they're going through a hard time you know what i'm saying maybe listen sometimes we see stuff only from from our side of things what about from the other person's side right you we gotta we gotta Look at things from both sides of it. All right. Um, And try to remember that the other person has good qualities too. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to assume that automatically their motives were to just cause us pain. All right. That may be a way to, to easily forgive them too. Right, excuse me, y'all. I got my tea, I should have put a straw in that, but it's all good. Um, <clears throat> another thing that we can do when it comes to forgiving is to just protect yourself and move on, all right? Because sometimes it is difficult to forgive, right? If you feel that Forgiving somebody is opening the door for them to treat you bad again, then it's hard, but it is it is important for us to understand that forgiveness is not the same as condoning the person that offended you actions like understand that all right, and it's okay. It is okay to in in your road to forgiveness, it's okay to put yourself first and to put a plan of action into effect of how you are going to protect yourself and and preserve self when it comes to the forgiveness process. So let go and and move on. All right? Well, that's what we gonna do that is we going that's what we gonna do sometimes it can be difficult to forgive and move past certain things sometimes no, I said that wrong sometimes it's difficult to forget and move past and forgive people um especially if the things that were done are still ongoing or it was a traumatic experience. It can be hard to forgive somebody. Um but it can be done. You just have to find the right um what's the word? You have to find the right Recipe. Yeah, find the right recipe for your forgiveness. All right, and if you have to go to therapy, go to therapy. Go to therapy. Therapy is not bad. I want everybody to understand therapy is not bad. Sometimes you have to go to therapy so they can get you to look at things on a deeper level. Um. and to help you work through that and when you go to therapy you know especially if you have a good therapist they're really going to get down to the nitty-gritty of um of your pain and help you work towards forgiveness because forgiveness I'm telling you once you forgive people that have hurt you and done you wrong it is like a weight being lifted off of your shoulders so don't think that forgiving people is going to make you less of a person if anything you're going to you're going to turn out 10 times better than when you went in because now you have the tools in your little tool bag to go out and cease the day like like you're good now you know what I'm saying work through your emotions work through your feelings and there are plenty of benefits to to forgiving people. And I want you guys to understand that it can be difficult, but once you get get down into the why's and the how could, you know, this happen to me and you get through all the hard questions, then you're free. You know what I'm saying? You are literally free of anything that's holding you back. Forgiveness forgiveness should be the key point for a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? I remember I saw that I saw a meme that said, um, I had to accept an apology. How did I say? I had to accept an apology that I knew I would never get or something like that. The same thing kind of goes for forgiveness. Like you have to forgive people even though, you know, they may never feel that way. They may never see anything wrong with their actions. But you do what you need to do to clear your mind, clear your conscience, and to get back into a positive mind frame. All right. So we set in boundaries and we're learning how to forgive all 2020. So this week in listener letters, we have our very first listener letter and it is coming from a young lady that I'm going to rename as Rebecca. And the question reads. My main issue right now is that my husband gets annoyed that I don't refer to his two boys as quote-unquote our children. Just, I just personally don't feel like I should refer to them as that when they have a mother that is in the picture. And me and him did not make those children, so they are not quote-unquote ours in my opinion. I do treat them as my own. They are very well taken care of when they come to our house and get the same amount of gifts and all of that stuff, so... I definitely don't make them feel not welcome or anything like that. This is just an issue with my husband and I right now. I feel as if those are your children. When you become married, you become one. There is no, well, these are your kids and, you know, you take care of your kid. No, 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 no. When you're married, all of that, that entails and that comes with your spouse is now yours, I wish I would get married, and my husband said that these are just my kids. oh no, no these are these are our kids <laughs> these, You know what I'm saying you have now taken on a role of being a bonus parent, and these are your bonus children, okay, so you definitely need to figure out why you feel as if these aren't y'all's kids you know what i'm saying that they're just his because they're not just his kids they are both of you guys's kids you have now inherited some beautiful little boys and they're yours no matter if their parent is in the picture or not you guys are now one whole big one whole big happy blended family and these are your children so that's my advice for you if you guys um have an opinion on this feel free to um DM me on my Facebook, my Instagram or my Twitter. I'll post the question online too and I guess we can we can discuss you guys' answers in next week's episode. My Instagram and Twitter are underscore it's a safe place Um, that is for Twitter and Instagram. And then my Facebook is Natasha Sharper. Um, so yeah, yeah. Y'all blend it, baby. Blend, 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 sugar pie. (laughs) Those are your kids too. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of truth stories. Remember truth is freedom. If you guys have any letters that you would like to send in to get my feedback or my advice, Please make sure that they are a paragraph or two long, preferably a paragraph, um, and you can send those to it is a safe place at gmail.com. That is I-T-I-S-A-S-A-F-E-P-L-A-C-E at gmail.com. Also, please support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys next week. Bye.